0: Hey everyone, welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is Jamie and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Today, we are going to be talking about spiritual gifts. It is something that I never really understood growing up in my um, evangelical church, Western church, and I just wish that someone would have told me what they were, how important they were, and yeah, how to use them. Um, Yeah, and so. I'll just pray a quick prayer over us so that we can, can we can get started. Um, so, dearly Father, I just pray that every word that would come out of my mouth would be edifying and glorifying to you. I pray, Lord, that the audience would have ears to hear it and eyes to see and that you would just give them a revelation of your love and your light and that like even as i speak the bible verses lord that there would be power coming through me to them that they would be able to just receive your power your revelation um and really understand what spiritual gifts are and i pray that you would just lead me god um in the way ever ever last in the way of life that's everlasting in the way everlasting, um, and that you would just lead me to speak only words that you want me to speak. Um, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so yeah, so I am going to be going through a lot of Bible verses. Um, I will definitely put them in the comment section down below um, or in the description box. But I really hope that you guys can follow along with me so that you can read for yourself what it says and so that you can really dig deep into the Bible um, and just really know, yeah, really know what it says. You know what? I'm going to turn on the light. Hold on. So one of the first chapters that I'm going to read is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It is so full of like... Knowledge and just it talks about the spiritual gifts so well, and I just really hope that you dig deep into them and that you just read that chapter over and over again. If you're ever confused about do gifts exist in today's church, um, yeah. And so, actually, let's talk about that first. So I know that there are some churches, some Christian churches, um, who don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit. They believe that it they the, those gifts went away. Um, like in that they were only used for the apostles during like the apostolic stage age but i mean i believe that like i mean just by personal experience like i know those gifts exist um and also like the same spirit who was in jesus who gave him power to do all the miracles and and like yeah all the miracles that he did is the same spirit that's still with us like never in the bible does it say that um The gifts were taken away Um, and in fact it just yeah Paul urges us to use them and I really feel like just even the reading through the verses I'm going to give you um, yeah spiritual gifts are for us to use and like if we really do believe that the Bible is true yesterday if it's true 2000 years ago and that is true today and tomorrow then we have to believe what it talks what it says here about spiritual gifts. And so that's kind of where I'm coming from, Um, and that's the theology that I'm going to talk, like, agree with and talk about today. And so I hope that you, um, yeah, you know that, and that you're, if you're not sure, that you would even just take a risk and and dare to come on this journey with me. And so let's start with 1 Corinthians 12, Um, verse 1 and I'm reading from the amplified version. Now about the use of spiritual gifts, the special endowments given by the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were when you were pagans, you were led off after speechless idols. However, you were let off, whether by impulse or habit. Therefore, I want you to know that no one speaking by the power and influence of the Spirit of God can say, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is my Lord, except by the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are distinctive varieties of spiritual gifts, special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers, But it is the same Spirit who grants them and empowers believers. And there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service, but it is the same Lord who is served. And there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who produces all things in all believers, inspiring them, energizing, and empowering them. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the spiritual illumination, and the enabling of the Holy Spirit for the common good. All right, um, so we're just gonna stop there for now. So here, Paul basically talks about how he, he doesn't want us to be uninformed, and he wants us to know that, like, if you are a Christian and you are um, and you've received the Holy Spirit in your life, like. Um, you have a gift. Let's see. Because it says, there are distinctive varieties of spiritual gifts given by the grace and the extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers. And if you are a believer that's that's you. Like everyone has a special has a spiritual gift. And some have more than just one and you can have different ones. You can operate in different ones throughout different periods of your life. Um but everyone gets a spiritual gift. And and yeah, and it's different. And so he is also saying how um it is the same God. It is the same spirit. It is the same Lord who enables us to have those gifts. So don't be confused, I guess, if your gift looks different than someone else's gift um, because as long as God is enabling you to do it, it's like, it's God. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So now, and the reason for your gift is for the common good, is for the church. Um, and it's also for non-believers as well, but for those that God wants you to bring to Christ through the using of your gift, like gifts like evangelism, right? Like evangelize, you can evangelize um, to people who don't believe and then have that be effective. Um, Okay, now let's keep reading. There's a lot of verses we have to go through. (laughs) Okay, so to one is given through the Holy Spirit, the power to speak, the message of wisdom, and to another, the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same spirit. To another, faith is given, and to another, the gift of healing by the one spirit, and to another the working of miracles, and to another prophecy, foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people, and to another discernment of spirits, the ability to the ability to distinguish sound godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man made religions and cults, and to another various kinds of unknown tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. So, verse eight to um 10 gives you a list of just some of the spiritual gifts right like you have the gift um the gift of wisdom and you have um the word of knowledge and um and understanding and then you also have faith and you also have Healing, and you also have miracles and prophecy. And so, to just touch a little bit on kind of what some of those gifts do, I don't think we have time to go over every single gift. um, And hopefully, I can follow this up with another video. But so, um, the power, the message, or yeah, the message of wisdom. So, I also want to distinguish kind of, well, I guess I can get to that later, but kind of like, how do you know, okay, like, how do I know if I have the spiritual gift or if it's just a gift, like a natural inclination that I'm like naturally gifted in, right? And I think one of the main, um, like, differentiators is like, even though you might be naturally good at something, like, let's say you might be naturally, like, I don't know, like, a very outgoing person and so maybe like you might think oh I might have the gift of like evangelism and I think one differentiating thing is that your spiritual gift will always bring people closer to God right like you might have a gift of like being hospitable or like you might have a gift of being friendly but it's like at the end of the day if you like are really friendly but you invite people to church or like you tell them about jesus but it's not like as effective or like they don't come um and it doesn't really bring people to god um then i would say that's like one way to find out if like maybe that's not necessarily a spiritual gift not to say that god like doesn't grow that gift because our gifts grow by um by reason of use, right? The more you practice, it's kind of like a muscle, the more I think effective you are at it. Um, So I don't want to discourage anyone from using their spiritual gifts. Sometimes, honestly, at the very beginning when you don't know what gifts you have, you just kind of have to like test it out and like, be with a group of people that you trust a group of christians that you trust and just test out like hey like i think i have this gift or i think i have this gift can i like test it out on you can i pray for you do you think i have the gift of prophecy of knowledge um and so it's just like testing it out and seeing like and then also asking god like and being like okay god like what gifts do i have what spiritual gifts have you given me um and then another thing is, like, when you have a spiritual gift um, it and you use it, it gives you, like, great joy. Um, like, for me, I feel like I have a gift of evangelism because it's, like, every time, like, I, I don't know, there's just this deep desire in me to just want to invite everybody to be like, hey, you want to come to my small group? You want to come to church? You want to, like, do all of this? Or, like... I don't know. There's just something in me and it just brings me great joy when I like invite someone to church and they come or like they, I invite them to Bible study and they come. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I like, I'm like, how did that? I just, I invited you, but I really didn't expect you to come, but they come anyway. And really, it's just the gift of God. And so um, that's another like, way to tell if you have that spiritual gift or not, like, is if it if it gives you joy and there's just something in you where you're, like, your spirit, like, you feel encouraged when you use that gift. Um, yeah, because it's supposed to encourage you. Um, and others in the church. Okay, so... Okay, so... um, Message of wisdom. So wisdom, right? I think there's worldly wisdom and then there's also, like, spiritual wisdom. I feel like spiritual wisdom is is God's wisdom right like it's wisdom that never fails it's wisdom that always applies in every single circumstance and like there's a lot of wisdom in the Proverbs and um, yeah I just feel like one way to I don't know differentiate it is just like like the verse the 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 story that comes to mind is um, King Solomon like there are two two um, moms who went to him And basically, one of the moms, like, they both of them had a child at the same time. One of the moms, like, crushed her baby when she was sleeping and, like, tried to steal the other person's baby, the other mom's baby. Um, And they both went to Solomon, and they were, like, both of them were, like, this is my child. And then Solomon was, like, okay, in order to really figure out whose child is whose, um, he was basically, like, okay, well, like, If you agree to let your child be cut in half or he was basically saying okay i will cut this the cut this um child in half so that um you you both can have one half of the child and obviously the real mother was like you know what don't do that because i love my son so much and i don't want him to die and he and she basically was just saying like i like to like to spare his life and that's how solomon knew that was the real mom and so I feel like godly wisdom literally comes from God. It's, I don't know, sometimes there's not really like logic behind it. Sometimes it just hits you and you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. And so if you really want to understand what wisdom looks like, read through Proverbs, ask God, dialogue with him. He's going to give you wisdom. Because oftentimes I feel like worldly wisdom, I can kind of like deduct, like, okay, if I do this, if I do this, then that makes sense. But godly wisdom, it's like, I don't, I can't even get there because... I can't think myself to godly wisdom like god like i feel like god just drops wisdom and that's yeah and that's that's how it works um okay so the word of knowledge and understanding so the word of knowledge works like kind of like if Let's say the word of knowledge is like you knowing something about someone without them really without them telling you So it's like you going up to a complete stranger and then God can just give you a word of knowledge about them like they're going through a really hard time or like um, Like I don't know like ask if they have a sister and it turns out they have a sister So it's just like like God will tell you things about that person that you that isn't obvious to your eye um and then faith. So faith. Sometimes I I like meet people with a really strong gift of faith, and like you say something to them, and they just have faith. They just believe. Like that's that's what God said, and that's that. Um, And so it's supernatural, like, because I think sometimes for me, I'm like, oh, God, help me. I need to have more faith. But faith, supernatural faith is literally the faith that Jesus had, that like whatever God says in the Bible, that whatever promises God gives you, you just have faith, like you just don't doubt and you just have like an abundance of faith that God's going to come true and uh, or God's going to deliver on his promises and that his words always come true. Okay. um so healing so basically healing is healing people with like any kind of sicknesses like illnesses diseases um yeah and i even like spiritual spirit or even emotional healing i think that is also a, a form of healing as well prophecy so prophecy here says foretelling the future speaking a new message from god to the people so prophecy is oftentimes like Like, kind of, like, knowing what God is going to do for you in the future. Like, seeing something that's going to happen in the future. Um, Yeah. I feel like that's the simplest way to to put it. Is, like, speaking something that is yet to come, in a sense. Um, And then... Speaking a new mess... Oh, wait, no, that's the same verse. And to another discernment of spirits. So... The Sermon of Spirits is just being able to distinguish like sound godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults. And so sometimes it's like when you walk into your room or when you're talking to someone, like there's you can feel that there's like a like a presence behind them. Like it's either good. Or it's not so good, and I feel like you can distinguish between like, oh, okay, I think that's a lie from the enemy, or like, oh, okay, I think that's truth, because, um, yeah, I, I think that's really important too. Like, it, it's distinguishing of spirit seems like a, like whatever. At least for me, I used to think like, oh, yeah, whatever. But now that I think my eyes are more open to the spiritual realm, I'm like, oh, that's so important because it helps you filter out all the thoughts that you go through that come into your mind um, so that you can be like, okay, that is from God and that is not from God. And then what I was trying to say earlier is that it also like. Excuse me. It also helps you kind of distinguish between like people who are influenced by evil spirits and people who are with with Holy Spirit, which is the only good spirit. yeah like there's just like a like a sense like i know that sometimes when i meet other christians like i just feel like i can sense the holy spirit in them because like the holy spirit is in me so it's like there's just this i don't know how to describe it but it's kind of like a, like a polling like a polling and attraction like being like okay i sense that you have the holy spirit or like okay i sense that you don't have the holy spirit so i think that's also a discernment of spirits as well Um, And then various kinds of unknown tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. So tongues, um, you know, I know in the Bible, in Acts, it talks about how like there's tongues and that there's literal languages, like man-made languages that you can speak in. And I think God does do that sometimes and gives you tongues, like gives you knowledge of another like worldly language so that you can speak to people who are of that language. Um, But I think here it talks about like like different kinds of unknown tongues. So it, tongues meaning like like the language of angels and tongues that are like languages that can't be understood um, by our world and um, and yeah. And so I feel like there's a gift of tongues in that you can pray to God in tongues and and that's really up encouraging and uplifting. I don't know. Um, I know before I used to do this. Well, I I do do this now. But when I first was baptized with the holy spirit i like i would speak in tongues to god like it it sounded like babbling but like i would speak to god in that language and i would just literally feel my soul like be so encouraged um And so then there's that, tongues. And then there's also like tongues that where you can speak tongues to like a corporate gathering um, of believers. But in that instance, then you would need the interpretation of tongues. And so interpretation of tongues is exactly what it sounds like just having someone to be able to listen to someone else speaking in tongues and be able to interpret that into a language that everyone can understand. Okay, let's see. Okay, and then you also have um you also have oh i guess it's not in this one but so those are just kind of some of the gifts of the, of the Holy Spirit. Um, but now I want to move on to verse 11. So all these things, the gifts, the achievements, the abilities, the empowering, are brought about by one and the same Holy Spirit, distributing to each one individually as he chooses. For just as the body is one and yet has many parts, and all the parts, though many, form only one body, so it is with Christ. For by one Holy Spirit we were all baptized into one body spiritually transformed, united together, whether Jews or Greeks, Gentiles, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit, since the same Holy Spirit fills each life. Yeah, and so I think it's just really important to know that, like, no matter what gift you're given, like, God has given given it to you for a purpose, and there's no, it's not like, oh, I have the gift of healing and I'm better than you, or, or there's no comparison because, like, god knows like what he's doing when he gives you those gifts and he wants you to use your gifts well and to be a faithful steward of them um and to just know that like yeah that like it's like that that it is for the good of the whole it's not just so that you can use to like show off (laughs) um even though i don't yeah yeah so it's not for you to like it's not for your own selfish gain. that's what i'm trying to say okay um now and if honestly if you have time i encourage you to read through the whole entire chapter i just have like so many verses here that i like want to go through um romans 12 4 to 8 for just as in Um, one physical body we have many parts and these parts do not all have the same function or special use Use So we, who are many, are nevertheless just one body in Christ. And individually, we are parts one of another, mutually dependent on each other. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. If someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith possessed. If service in the act of serving, or he who teaches in the act of teaching, or he who encourages... And the act of encouragement, he who gives with generosity, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy and caring for others with cheerfulness. Yeah, and so there you have it. You also have, you know, like another list of gifts, like serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, um, mercy, leading. Um, so those are also some incur- uh, some other spiritual gifts as well. Um, and then Ephesians four, Ephesians four, eleven to sixteen. Okay, Ephesians four, eleven. His gifts to the church. Were And his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some as apostles, special messengers, representatives, some as prophets, who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists, who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers, to shepherd and guide and instruct. And he did this to fully equip and protect the saints, and perfect the saints, God's people, for works of service, to build up the body of Christ, the church." Until we all reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity, so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature. Tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea, and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit. But speaking the truth in love in all things, both our speech and our lives expressing His truth, let us grow up in all things into Him, following His example, who is the Head, Christ. For Him, From him the whole body, the church, and all its various parts, joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies when each part is working properly, causes the body to grow and mature, building itself up in unselfish love." Okay, so here you have another list of of spiritual gifts. Um, And it basically talks about why we use our spiritual gifts. Here it says, so that we can reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son. So that we can become a mature believer and we can reach to the measure of the fullness of Christ. um, So that we won't be spiritually immature. Yeah, and so that we can grow up in all things into Him, following His example, who is the head Christ. And so I think it's just really important To use your spiritual gifts because it's necessary for us to help each other, like as members of Christ, to grow into him, to become like a well-oiled machine, kind of. It's like when you use your spiritual gifts, it really, really just encourages other people in the church, in your church, in the body of Christ. And when that happens, it's kind of like a domino effect. Like you encouraging someone else, then they encourage someone else. And like when we're all working together, we grow up together and we are unified. And like, you know, Jesus in the Bible talks about how like, like he wants um, others to know of our, what did he say? Um, That he says that like, like by our love for each other, Um, by our unity like others would know oh oh my gosh i'm totally butchering this god help me um i think it says something about um that the world would know him through the love that we have for each other and so it's like as you build your spiritual gifts and as you use them um you guys are going to be built up in love in the church And so that's why it's really important for us to use our spiritual gifts too. Okay, First Peter four ten to eleven. Just as each one of you has received a special gift, a spiritual talent, and an ability graciously given by God. Employ it in serving one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. Whoever speaks to the congregation is to do so as one who speaks the oracles utterances the very words of god whoever serves the congregation is to do so as one who serves by the strength which god abundantly supplies so that in all things god may be glorified honored and magnified through jesus christ to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever amen so here um, the bible tells us that we should be—that literally, he says, each one of you has received a, spirit, a spiritual gift, and that um, we should use it in serving one another. Yeah, because we are to serve each other um, and to you, and to really like grow in our spiritual walk. Um, and we can't do that without without one another. Like, you can't do a spiritual walk by yourself. Like, it has to be with the church. And this is so that God may be glorified, honored, and magnified. Okay, so I'm not gonna go through these. Um well, I wanna read Hebrews 10, 25 first and Ephesians 6:12, and then I'm gonna end there. But if you guys have time, I really recommend that you read 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 3, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 to 15. It also talks about how. Um, you know, like, you can operate in the in the gifts, in the spiritual gifts, but if you don't have love, then none of that matters. Like, if you have the gift of prophecy, but you do not have love, then it's like, or like, if you have the gift of knowledge and, not, and you don't have love, then it's kind of like a clanging symbol. Like, you can tell someone what their future holds, but if you tell them without love, they're not going to hear it. They're not going to have ears to hear it because you're just they can feel and they know like the intention behind why you're telling them and so I think it's also really important to know yeah it's just an amazing verse and I or chapter and I hope you guys read it it's just really important to know like when you do when you use your spiritual gifts most importantly know that you're doing it with love and and you want to use it so that others can be built up in Christ so that they can be encouraged not just so that you can push your gift onto them but like ask them like ask them can I pray for you like hey like I feel like God has given me a word of knowledge for you can I share it with you um, still be very respectful very loving towards whoever you use your gifts on um, for so yeah, so don't feel like like just, you have, just because you have the gift, you have to like push it on somebody because there's a time and a place for everything and you really have to gauge whether or not, and ask Holy Spirit, like, okay, God, like, I know you've given me this gift. Do you want me to use it? Do you want me, like, what do you want me to do here in this specific circumstance? You know what? Actually, I'm just going to end it with Ephesians 6.12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything... To stand firm, fully prepared, immovable, and victorious. Okay, I read verse 13 too. But um, the reason why I'm talking so much about spiritual gifts and why it's so important and necessary is because the Bible tells us, you know, our war here is not against flesh and blood. It's not just what we see in the physical, but it's also... What happens in the spiritual realm like the things that we don't see right like the spiritual the supernatural gifts that God gives you like the gift of evangelism the gift of um even like mercy and healing and miracles like all those gifts and even prophecy right and knowledge all of those gifts like you might not be able to see it but it works and it it's real and it's tangible. Like I cannot tell you how many times I know two people, or actually I know this one girl and she has an amazing gift of encouragement. Every single time I go to her, she'll say like the tiniest sentence to me or like one word and I feel so encouraged. One time I was talking to her and she was, and she just, told me like Jesus hears your prayers and I was like you are so right like Jesus does hear my prayers and so it just struck my heart and it was so encouraging to me and even though I can't see like how impactful it was like I felt it in my spirit and I felt it in my soul and so it's like like don't just focus on everything that you see in the natural realm, but really like seek to put on the full armor of God, right? Like the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, the armor of or the breastplate of righteousness, everything that the Bible talks about, um, put on that armor and then also use your spiritual gifts because those are going to help you advance the kingdom of god like i remember when i was growing up i never was taught about spiritual gifts and so then i would go out and try to tell my friends about jesus or i would like just pray and like try my hardest to connect with god but it just i never like felt anything because it was all in my head and there was no power to show there was nothing supernatural that i was like oh my gosh i know that's exactly like what god is and like I know that's God's power and I know he's real because he literally did something that could not be explained. Um, And so I just want to encourage those of you who maybe aren't used to spiritual gifts, um, I want to encourage you to know that like spiritual gifts also build up your faith too and it helps you fight this war. Like if we're fighting in the spiritual realm, we have to know how to use spiritual gifts spiritual like armor and we know we need to know how to use spiritual gifts so that we can be effective like you can't like swing a sword at something that you can't see um and yeah and so i just i want us to be informed i don't want us to be uninformed like paul talks about and i just want us to know like like spiritual gifts are for us and like if you've ever felt like man like this Christianity thing, it just feels like another religion or it feels like something that's just so stale and so like mundane I want you to know that that's not how it's supposed to be like our like the true christianity is one of not just a word but it's of word and of power and so it's like expect supernatural things to happen because god is supernatural and he does supernatural things all the time and so yeah i just want to encourage you guys to look into spiritual gifts um to just like give it a risk risk it to give it a try and test out different things and know that it does exist and it, it builds you up and it builds other people up um, and it's a good thing it's a good thing that we have it and it, it still exists today and so I think that's all I have for you guys today I might do another series or another video just because I know that this one had a lot of information in it and I'm still like excuse me I'm still, like, processing everything that is coming out of my mouth because, yeah. Anyways, I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and, well, amazing night because it's almost midnight here. But I'll see you guys next time. Next time? (laughs) I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Love you.